Virgin's Bower or Clematis virginiana is one of those plants that I've never found or learned a specific name for in Ojibwe Moen. So the only word I know for it is bimakwad, which means vine. And there are several vines for which I only know the word bimakwad. So it's really not specific to this one. Um, but <laughs> I, I do use it as uh, a hashtag for this plant when I post pictures of it. So I was able to look back at other times and places that I've come across this beautiful plant over the years and I did I found a post where I was talking about how the plant looks in fall and winter and um that it reminded me of one of the names for a dandelion is Mindemuye which means old lady so when the dandelion's gone too fluff it's like a head of white hair so it's called Mindemuye and I was like wondering maybe there's a name like that for for virgin's bower which is so totally different <laughs> thinking about it as an old lady's hair like granny's hair um so different from the english common names which some of the other ones are like devil's darning needles or <laughs> i don't there's others i can't remember um but yeah i just call it bimakwood for now and Maybe I'll learn the name of this plant eventually, someday. Anin wabigwanin! Hello, flowers! Welcome to this podcast all about plants and Ojibwe language. I'm your host, Marissa Lee, and I'm here at the heart of Ojibwe country on the shores of Anishinaabe Kichikuming, or Lake Superior. I wasn't even thinking about the podcast and uh, Virgin's Bower being the plant for this week. When I went out yesterday, I ended up collecting some. I thought I was maybe going to get some willow uh, rods, they're called, but um, I will call them willow whips, like um, some some shoots of willow to collect and, and maybe do some basketry with but I was not dressed properly I just had like basic hiking boots on I didn't have tall boots which is what I would have needed to get at the willow along this trail that I was at um so I was really confined to like basically staying on the trail and I ended up um collecting these dried kind of pale yellowy um vines that are there there are virgin's bower and um yeah it's so random how those unexpected coincidences i first saw virgin's bower or first noticed it anyway in the winter uh in my car i was driving along probably hatchery road which is this short little road that connects uh, a point called four corners and down to the highway um, right by the state fish hatchery near my house. And um, um, it was either there or or driving past the cemetery because I know there's a nice um, patch of it there that I noticed early on. And so what happened is this really bright blue winter sky was a perfect backdrop for these puffs of 
fluffy, fuzzy white seed heads on vines that were strung along between little scraggly trees. And it looked very cheerful and very festive. And I didn't know what it was at first, but I eventually figured it out. And then once I knew about that vine, I was able to find it in the summer. And it's growing all over around here. It scrambles over beach rocks and it grows up trees and shrubs along some of my favorite trails, which is where um, one of those places I was walking yesterday is called Salmo Trail. And um, oh, the flowers are just beautiful but it's really when it the fruit develops and then they fluff and go to seed. That's when it's the most awesome, I think. Um, so it's perfect winter January plant. Um, and especially thinking about those seeds and the idea of promises and the promise of seeds. I am going to be doing lots of seed cleaning this week, week and a half. Um, leading up to a seed swap or seed share, really, because you don't have to bring seeds to take some home with you. Um, that's coming up in, uh, well, next week. So sharing, sharing native wildflower seeds and hopefully helping them proliferate and grow all over the place and provide habitat and just be beautiful. They can exist just for themselves and humans can enjoy them too. And I'm excited about that and I'm also looking forward to that sort of meditative practice of cleaning seeds. I have a whole bunch of paper bags like paper lunch bags of different types of seeds and I tr do try to keep them separate because different ones do well at different locations and have different needs for germination. So that's the reason why we're swapping seeds now is because a lot of seeds of plants that are native to this area they actually need winter in order to break dormancy and germinate in the spring they they need the cold um, some of them can just be stored dry and cold which is how they are right now in the bags out in my unheated porch but um, some of them need moist cold so you have to put them in soil or a potting mix or even a, a slightly wet um, coffee filter or paper towel in a in a plastic bag whatever there's a bunch of different ways to do it um, but they need to have that moisture and the cold and ideally the freeze and thaw cycle but a lot of them can handle just being put in the fridge for a few months and then taken out and sown so yeah I, there's just so much potential life and potential everything in a little sleeping seed so virgin's bower is a vine that you'll see at the edge of woods, like along a trail, or the edges of other places too. I've seen it at the beach, um, or along a road or a driveway. It's got the most complicated kinds of leaves because they are compound and they are lobed and they are toothed. <laughs> and the, the leaf arrangement is opposite, meaning sets of leaves are straight across from each other not kind of ping-ponging back and forth along the length of the vine they come in pa pairs opposite each other and um, so when the vine is bare in the winter you can see them like they look like if it were a stick figure those are the arms coming across the vine and um, in the summer the vine has clusters of 
white flowers. And apparently, I to me, if I were just describing it as a lay person with no scientific background, I would say it has four petals. It's a white flower with four petals. That's apparently not true. They're sepals. But I mean, if you're just looking at it and you're like, oh, it's a it's a flower with four white petals. Um, that's what it looks like to a normal person. And they the flowers are in clusters on the vine and they're oh my gosh, they're so pretty. <laughs> and then as summer goes on and the flowers die back and fruits start to develop, they are the the fruits are these green I don't know little green spiky balls or the ball is a is a collection of a whole bunch of individual fruits those are the little spikies on it if you've ever seen um, marsh marigold that's done blooming and it has developing fruit on it and it's in that spiky ball it's like that they're both plants are in the buttercup family ranunculaceae and um, each fruit has a tail <laughs> like a like a green wire coming off of it in the summer and then later in fall that's when it starts to become really beautiful the fruit ripens and becomes a seed and that tail coming off of it curls up and puffs out and becomes like this white spiral looking like looks like sort of like a feather and because each fruit is on this spiky ball arrangement and they all have a tail um then it's just this like swirling puff on there so awesome <laughs> and the if you look at the tails up close if you're a knitter and you work with fiber it's they it looks like angora because there's like the the main wiry center part and then just this haze of fuzz around it times you know a whole bunch in that cloud and then like each little swirling puffy cloud is like it had been one flower and the flowers are in clusters so there's a whole cluster of these wonderful little whirlwinds oh my gosh they're so awesome and the fall color on this plant is also so beautiful it's there's a whole range of as the, you know obviously the leaves are green but as they start to change there's kind of like this it's the leaves are often like a half half turned blushy pink and then they start deepening to like um more like a wine red all the way to like a dark purple and you'll often see a full spectrum of all these different colors at the same time so so gorgeous and i was just recently thinking when i was out um collecting material for asker tree and collected some um, of these vines I was like oh my gosh it's like so weird that there's no seed fluffies left on these because I see the seeds still on them in the winter normally I thought maybe it was because we had a couple storms they got blown off then I remembered oh no that was me I collected seeds here so it's <laughs> it's totally that seed time of year it's new year and i'm thinking about the promise in seeds and this idea of instead of new year's resolutions making a promise to yourself so back in 
winter of 06 to 07 when I was pregnant with my second. I was going to prenatal yoga every week, which was awesome because my older child was only one. Um, and that weekly two-hour yoga class was like my only me time. I was working full-time. I was pregnant and breastfeeding and going home every single day on my lunch hour to feed my baby. And I had this this one sort of break from all the other demands except I was still you know like growing another human and doing yoga to try to be in a good space for birth and all that but the reason the class was two hours was the whole first hour was check-in so we'd go around the circle and everybody would check in and I just remember around I think it was probably leading up to the new year uh, our teacher introduced this idea of instead of making a new year's resolution where you have to do it right and if you mess up then it's over she talked about making a promise to yourself whether it's something that you want to learn something you want to try something that you're hoping to spend more time on or somebody you want to reconnect with whatever it is take some of the pressure off of it but still takes advantage of that idea of starting over and introducing new habits or new anything or something old could be could be literally anything I think I remember I had this um oh maybe like one inch by seven inch strip of paper and I folded it into seven sections like accordion fold each section was one, my little promises to myself and they were things like play the piano more or um wear jewelry I wore jeans, a t-shirt, ponytail, and tennies like every day. And I had some cute, fun jewelry, but I just never bothered. And seriously, that kind of changed my life. I know it sounds frivolous, but it changed my relationship with myself, I think. Anyway, Happy New Year. I hope that the new year is full of promise for you, even if it's just the promise of a handful of seeds. Miigwech bizendayeg. Thanks for listening. You can catch up with me online at mywildwisconsin.org or see the plants I'm seeing by following me on Instagram, where I also post as mywildwisconsin. Gui kaganunin maiba. Talk to you soon.